Welcome to Coffee Contrails. This is a reading of Bloom, written by Anita Dime. Chapter 1 Flicker Flash Bob Short, direct, downturned All curtness conveyed in Stan's tone And understood You're gonna handle that, aren't you? Incessant beeping Carrying on for one too many cycles And was on Bob's side of the control panel Flicker Flash Bob rolled a yellow pencil between his palms, smiled a long, uh-huh, yep, feel the burn, kind of smile towards Stan, and then clamped the pencil between his teeth. Teaming up for well over 15 years now, these two ran operations at the Region 5 Port Terminus, a company-owned, mobile, mid-sized spaceport located in the Kuiper Belt. Flipping a few switches, the exterior keying lights along the spaceport's loading channels began flashing, queuing up the T-1 Taipei, an Earth resource drop-off supertanker to link into the receiving payload system. Bob patched his comlink cable into 37 on the switchboard's patch bay, connecting to shipping receiving. Carl, incoming algal crew, he said. Five cylinders. Prime the empties for return. On board, viscous pea soup biofuel would be further processed into diesel to run the enormous hedgehog power generators. Flicker flash. Prepping the arrival of the coppery cylindrical canisters, the huge piston-driven armatures opened the external doors, a system not unlike a revolver speed loader, enabling swift rotation of the empties out of the chamber and replacements in. Copy that, he responded. The receiving crew is ready. Should I schedule the casting of a new buoy net? Yeah, go ahead. Send out those little boys, said Bob. Snovia buoys were a one-time-use kind of deal. Balls compartmentalized with chemicals that, when mixed, would create temporary gravitational forces, pulling spaceships towards port. Uranium-235 was a product of the massive endothermic reaction, which could be picked up by ships like the T-1 Taipei tanker, and used as a fuel source. Casting a new net of gravitational buoys would prep for the next algal crude delivery. Thinking of the last shipment, Bob continued. Have the lab run a QA spot check test from several tanks. Check that they haven't been cutting with something. Yeah, sure thing, Carl said, asking, hey, what's that beeping? If things check out okay, then add these to inventory and release 25 units to Biofuel Lab 108. Bob paused, adjusting, committing various procedural system checks and locks. (laughs) Never mind the beeping. Down to 15%, said Carl. Glad they're finally here. We've been waiting on this shipment. (laughs) Yeah, no joke, agreed Bob. Carl asked, anything else? Nope, all's good, take it easy. Out. Bob cut calm and abruptly swiveled his console chair facing Stan. 
Affectionately, he gazed at Stan lovingly with anime doe eyes. Say it, he taunted. Seriously? Rolled Stan's eyes. You do realize that, that this is the air control system alarm. Bob was unmoved. Say it, said Bob. Can't you see I'm a bit busy here? Stan wasn't lying. He was busy, monitoring Lester and Walter's routine harvesting procedure. Though, all in all, he really had a cush job. One you could maintain with a cup of joe in one hand, and a cigarette in the other. Outside in space was a different story. Clamping down on the aerogel hexacombs, Lester locked them into place, retracted his cable, and snapped his spacesuit back into his longboard glider. Initiating the Aqua Harvester alignment sequence from Comet Leonis 7. Lester dreamed of cigars and whiskey back at port. It'd been a rough week. With a slight booster tap, Walter narrowed his proximity to Lester, ready to manually support. Gracefully, he maneuvered, gliding through space, the distant sun gleaming off metallic particulates in the comic's wake. Within the spaceport's control tower, a quarter of Stan's control panel lit up, screaming panic. Indicators within reach, thank God, he thought. His attention snapped to his bank of four-inch monitors. After quickly reviewing the data, he voiced his concern. Hey, come on now, fellas. I know it's late in the day, but pay attention. Harness those drafters right. Lester, laying his seven was yesterday. This is neat four. Same routine, different coordinates. You get this baby out of alignment, you can explain the space drift issues to Central. The purple and orange glow from the square control buttons illuminated the lower base of Stan's glasses. He shifted, looking more like a night radio DJ than a space aqua farmer. Flicker flash.